Welcome to BP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis, and uh, this is our second installation in our series, Back the Blue. This has been a great series, but today our guests are going to be Bill and Dawn Tooney, who have been working with the law enforcement together combined over 30 years. We're going to talk about some of the stories today that they have, how they got into law enforcement, and stories about when situations went wrong real quick, and about how even Bill made a mistake one time that could have ended very badly. And we're going to have a good time today talking to and getting to know law enforcement, some of the things that goes on behind the scenes that you don't get to hear about. So let's get started today. What is it that made you want to get into law enforcement first? Was there was there something that just you always wanted to do? Was it was something that just came along later in life, or how how did you decide I want to I want to get into law enforcement? Bill, you go first. All right, Don. Myself, um, I was a stay at home mom for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, one of my uh, church members that I went to church with before I started here right. told me he says, you know what, you probably would would benefit from some adult conversations. Mm-hmm. He said there's a, a course at the Columbus Police Department called the CLIA. Mm-hmm. It's Citizens Law Enforcement Academy is what it stands for. He mm-hmm. says, I think you'd like it. So I signed up and I went through the CLIA class. And on the day of graduation from that class, I told uh, the uh, lieutenant that was running the class, I said, is tomorrow morning, as soon as I sign this, I'm coming and I'm signing up. Uh-uh. I loved the class so much, right. I signed up immediately. And that, that was eight, almost 18 years ago. Wow. You've been mm-hmm. with it ever since then, haven't mm-hmm. you? I and, sure have. and and you started at the bottom, but you worked your way up quite yes, a Yes, sir, I have. Yeah. Yes, sir, I have. That is cool. Yeah, 14 years in patrol. Wow. Um, patrol, it has a sweet spot in my heart for patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying investigative work as well. There is right. two separate animals. Yeah. Two separate animals. Yeah, when you now and, and patrol, you were, you were out there in the streets and with the people and all the rest, right? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow, that's... Yeah. Yeah, and that's the big thing. I think you got to have like eyes in the back of your head. And oh, all alert. around your head. Yeah, because it, 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 nothing is ever routine. You yeah. hear people say, oh, it's a routine traffic stop. It's a routine call. No big deal. It's a welfare check. Nothing is routine. Yeah. You always have to be on the on your P's and Q's because things can change in a moment. Yeah. That's Split the Split second. When I watch some of these videos, like mm-hmm. even that church shooting we saw mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. You just see how quickly everything goes from it seems to be normal to all of a sudden. And yeah. I think that guy reacted like in six seconds. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know y'all have just, y'all have got to be able to to assess and make quick judgments. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you know, you just, I knew a guy that was a, a detective that told me one time, he said, uh, when I walk in the room, he said, it's just nature. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm sitting. I can count where the doors are. I can see if anybody looks suspicious. He said, I don't mean to, but he said, I know that room better than people that work there yes. in a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Second nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to do that. I do it, I do it all the time. Wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be the same. All right. And now, Bill, when you got into it, how'd you get it? Was it something you chose to do that you want to do all your life? or? Well, later? actually, I never really thought about it until after I joined the military mm-hmm. and just uh, the brotherhood of being in the military, yeah. you know, uh, working with different, you know, working with a group of folks knowing that they got your back. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, always felt like I needed to try to give back, try to serve, help people. Right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, I got out of the Army. I came down to Columbus, and they you know, they hired me and went through the training. And mm-hmm. 
that's that basically that's how I got started. Wow, how mm-hmm. many years you been there? Mm-hmm. Going on thirty years. Whoa, yeah. God. And yeah. you were, you were in the Navy before then? Weren't you? I was in. The, I did four years in the Navy. I was a firefighter in the Navy, and then uh, seven and a half in the Army on Fort Benning. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of fun. Yeah, and and did you ever work the streets the same way, do patrol stuff? I did actually. Um, I kind of got fast tracked, if you will. I was in patrol for only about two, two and a half years, and mm-hmm. then I went to uh, what we call our tax squad. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that you got. I think at the time we had twenty five of us in tack, and we mm-hmm. just hit the drug areas, right? The stopping cops and and you know just the drug areas. We didn't do patrol unless mm-hmm. we we're shorthand on the street, but we did all. Uh, uh, hit the the, the bad neighborhoods, yeah. you know, yeah. dr- high drug, cr- high crime areas, and then at that point uh, was when I was in there for about two and a half years. And that's where I learned how to chase folks uh-huh. in the tax squad. And yeah. he yeah. can yeah. chase for right. in his uh, cowboy boots. Now you yeah. learn how to so you <laughs> track them down. They track them down, just run them down, and then uh, uh-huh. I went from there to uh, Metro, which uh-huh. is the uh, multi-jurisdictional drug unit that mm-hmm. Columbus had, and I was there for oh boy. Almost fifteen years. I worked. I worked drugs, narcotics for most of my time down there. Wow. Then I went. I went to uh, family violence unit, and then auto theft. Now I'm back in the in the special ops unit, which is uh, the Columbus's uh, drug unit. Wow. So I'm back you in know, there. And every bit of that sounds dangerous. I mean, whether it's from the street, from the yeah. patrol side, to the drug side, mm-hmm. to the SWAT side. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. It's. It's like it was. I was. Talking to Hunter a little bit ago, um, in my opinion, I mean, she spent more time in patrol, but you're absolutely right. you got to have uh, eyes in the back of your head yeah. and everything. But in my opinion, it's all inherently dangerous. Mm-hmm. You put that uniform on or you, you work law enforcement, it's, it's all dangerous. But to me, patrol is more dangerous than – like I'm on a SWAT mm-hmm. team. I know if I, when I plan a mission – I know what to expect yeah. to a certain degree, right. how we're going to hit it, hit the house or whatever the mission is. As far as also working undercover, you mm-hmm. know, you got a crew that uh, you give a certain code word. If you get into trouble, yep. you know, they're, they're monitoring what's going on. You know, you got backup right there. Yeah. Then yep. patrol, you do a traffic stop at 2 o'clock in the morning, mm. it's just you out there. Yep. Unless you're, you know. You, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see because you be <clears throat> on the other things, you get time to plan, right. prepare, to yeah. think in advance, to figure out all the, you know, all the. Uh, the ways it could go wrong, mm-hmm. whereas on a patrol, you have no idea. No, no idea. Split-second Split decisions. Second. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you ever been in those cases where that happened, where something turned quickly? Oh, mm-hmm. more times really? probably than not. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. And I, well, I've been dragged twice uh, by uh, vehicles. No. Uh, yes, um, and I... <laughs> Not so much as a traffic stop, but a, a, a what we call a, a first tier stop, where you where you talk to somebody and uh-huh. you know, you, why you know what are you doing? You know what's your yeah. name? And and um, I had an individual that I did that with, and um, while I was running his information, dispatch told me that he was a wanted individual, mm. and um, I had planned that you know for him to reach for his license back, and right. once he did, I was going to grab him and and handcuff him, and right. it didn't quite work out like that. Mm. He, I am not a small child, and mm. he threw me around like a rag doll. Wow. I lost three layers of skin on this arm, and. 
spent the next, what, two or three hours in the hospital washing out the asphalt all over myself. But um, yeah, and that wasn't expected. Yeah. And you were by so, yourself working that one? Well, I had I had a rookie with me okay. um, and um, he was learning. OK, so. Wow. Yeah. He got an education that day, didn't he? <clears throat> yes, he did. Now, how yes, did it finally did. end? Did, did the um, backup come, or did you have? To- uh, we yelled for backup, but if the individual came out of his clothing. Uh, you know, as I mm. was holding on, he came out and took off running. And um, I think if I and this has been yeah. several years ago, I believe he ended up getting caught later down the road. Oh, okay. Not at that moment. He got away from us. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Yeah. That's- but, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be the bad thing when things turn that quick and all that yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. And I know, now, have, have y'all ever been shot at? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. How close did that come? That- uh, mm-hmm. We well, the one years ago with us back when we was in tax squad, we was at a area projects, mm-hmm. and we, were, we did our sweep through there, and we actually parked our cars. Yeah, I guess I can talk about it. If we parked the cars, got on foot, and walked mm-hmm. in there, well, on the way back, that's when they they shot at us wow you know and of course i tell you what i crawled up the exhaust pipe of my car yeah yeah <laughs> and you see the flashes and everything and it uh it's all a bunch of kicking on fire out man we all started scrambling yeah to get out i would of think a, yeah. you'd be surprised so, how small you can make yourself at yeah. that time yeah, yeah. And, and you know what's yeah. crazy you would think i guess when they do that there's there's no thought about what what they're gonna do with their life or the future they don't mm-hmm. care they, they're already yeah. shooting at a policeman yeah, yeah. they don't uh, right. With me, one one of the eye opening thing that really got me was uh, I was a rookie officer, just got released, mm-hmm. and uh, I get a call to. I'm still learning the codes, right. you know, like I know everybody knows what ten four is, but we yeah. got certain codes that we get dispatched to it, and I I did everything wrong oh. as a rookie officer to a domestic disturbance mm-hmm. and shots fired. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so I get there. Everything wrong, parked in front of the house, you don't do that. Oh. You park back, you're supposed to listen. Right. Wait for your backup, get there. I didn't do that. I right. go walking up to the house, hmm. you know, and as soon as I got on the front porch, I'm like, oh, they said they had guns here. Yeah. So I put my back against the wall and rang the doorbell, and the way the house was set up is like it was a ranch-style house, and then it bumped out where the carport was. Mm-hmm. So I put my back against the wall, and... uh wouldn't answer the door, and I kind of stepped out, and I looked to my right. I'm facing mm-hmm. the street now, and I looked to my right to see if anybody was over there. It wasn't, so when I looked back to my left, old boy had a shotgun Oh, in the living room window just sitting there aimed at me in a shotgun. So oh. I stepped back against the wall, and knowing if he had fired, yeah, it wouldn't have got me just from the angle because mm-hmm. I was on the same wall. So when he stepped back, I jumped off the porch, ran behind the, his truck he had in the, in the driveway, and, of course, I got on the radio. I started screaming and yeah. carrying on, and you get my backup here. Well, I heard my backup. He Sirens kicked in and everything, so he got up there. We wound up getting him. Mm-hmm. You know, he he came out of the – when I jumped off the porch, got behind his truck, you know, um, you can hear you can hear the cavalry coming. Wow. When you yeah. – like that, you hear the sirens, you know your, your, your backup is on the yeah. way. So he eventually came out of the carport. Sat down on the tailgate of his truck and uh, told him you're under arrest and all this and and then I think his brother showed up and and was like dude you know get back we're trying to handle this yeah. and we wound up we got him yeah so but it was uh I, you know what you yeah. know when really opened my eyes to what really got me what mm-hmm. when it was all going on right. once once I realized what I did and everything kicked yeah. in but when I got home I was on evening shift yeah I was on evening so I got home about one thirty two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
laying in bed, that's when it hit me. It hit you then, didn't it? I, I like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like I stayed awake. To re- oh, I didn't sleep very well yeah. that night because you realized, man, he could have got me at any time. Yeah, that's the – and mm-hmm. I, I, I know that that's that kind of – I had that same experience in a few ways, not being shot at it, but like <clears throat> I remember one time a guy dove off of this. We were out playing as kids, and he dove and hit a rock and, you know, broke his legs, his knees, mm-hmm. came, bones <clears throat> came to his knees. And, and a bunch of us guys, we'd all – we were hanging out. And they just started go, ooh, and I saw he's drowning, so I dove in and helped him and pulled him out, and then some guys fishing came and got him. And I remember as we was walking up the road, my friends started saying, man, I was just so caught up in how bad it was. I couldn't believe how you reacted. And then as I thought about it, I had to sit down. My face turned as white. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't realize in the moment what was going on, but after you look at it, you think, what in the world? And that, yeah. and I can imagine that's just that post. Yeah. This... You, you were acting before you had a chance to think about it yeah and then and when it, you thought about it mm-hmm. you said what in the world yeah and, and that's what <clears throat> it's all about it's all about muscle memory yeah. you 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 learn the tools of your trade yeah and you learn them so well that you don't have to think about how yeah. to do them yeah you just do them yeah all right that was part one of bill's conversation with officers bill and don tuning right here on the bp leadership podcast in our series back the blue and in part two of this conversation you get even more in-depth stories on their time in law enforcement like bill's time in the swat team and don's run in with a man who was just high on drugs standing in the middle of the road with a big old blade just swinging it around crazy crazy story about that run in and how that whole thing went down that i promise you do not want to miss so make sure you stay in the loop by subscribing to this podcast as well as hitting the bell if you're on youtube so that you can get notified as soon as part two airs because i guarantee you you do not want to miss that so make sure that you do that so that you can stay in the loop on these podcasts as we release them moving forward and lastly don't forget we've got a really cool website new and approved website i mentioned in a few episodes back go to bpleadership.com we've got a lot of really cool things that we've got going on here other than just this podcast so check us out see what we got going on and the cool things that we're doing on our website bpleadership.com so glad you guys joined us today don't forget hit the subscribe button so that you can get notified when the second part of this conversation airs and as always remember that this is where real leaders are made 